today, friends. Welcome to Tuesday's episode of Enough for Today for September 13th. Thanks for joining me. We're in Psalm 60, so let's take a few minutes and pick up where we left off yesterday. The context, the setting of the psalm is it's early in David's reign. He is praying for God to revitalize the nation that had experienced defeat, decline, uh, backslidden condition under the leadership of Saul. So there's a restoration happening, and David is, through this psalm, anticipating that, praying for that, looking forward to it, and believing in it. And so we pick up in verse 6 that uh, David is quoting God. Okay, so I love this part of the psalm because he's already believing in verses 3, 4, and 5 that God's brought them through hard times so that there could be a restoration, so that there could be a revival or a renewal, that God's going to deliver them. He believes that, and he's kind of claiming that. Uh, in a submissive way. He's, he's not demanding that God do um, something in particular, but he is, he is expecting it. He's anticipating it by faith. So now, um, verse 6, God hath spoken in his holiness. So out of God's perfect, pure heart and his sovereign reign of, of total justice, total righteousness, total rightness, okay? He has spoken, and now David quotes God. I will rejoice, I will divide Shechem, meet out the valley of Succoth, Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of mine head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom will I cast out my shoe. Philistia, triumph thou because of me. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Wilt not thou, O God, which hast cast us off? And thou, O God, which didst not go out with our armies? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Now, I just read a long section because it's really, it all goes together. Now, we're not going to get through it all today, but I want to highlight verses 6, 7, and um, 8, okay? So, David is going back to God's original promise related to the promised land, all right? Shechem is in the northern center of the country. Um, it's a beautiful region. Now it's uh, the, the capital city of uh, the Palestinian Authority is there, Nablus. But it used to be where, if you remember, um, Joseph, his brothers were tending sheep in Shechem. It's a hill country, but it's lots of valleys, lots of, um, lots of flourishing land. It's just south of the Valley of Jezreel, kind of on the spine of the country. Um so I will divide Shechem and meet out the valley of Sukkot or Sukkoth. That word means tents, tent. Um, these are locations in the promised land, in Israel. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of mine head. Judah is my lawgiver. Mo now, so up to verse 7. All of these are locations and tribes that have to do with the nation of Israel. And da what David is saying is, God, we are yours, and this land is yours, and you have given it to us, and you have promised that 
you would conquer it through us, claim it through us, and give it to us, and that it would be ours, an inheritance from you, and that this would be our safety, this would be our refuge, this would be our place. Now, my friend, this goes a long ways, but the fact that there's still unrest, what I just said about the capital city of the Palestinian Authority being in this very space, is um, evidence of the fact that God's promise in regards to this land has been under assault uh, by Satan for generations, for millennia, okay? That's why there's such a struggle over the land, because um, God promised this land, and in the end, at the end of time, this land will be, it will belong to Israel. It will be God's peoples, okay? So, um, but in this moment, David is bringing that promise to God and saying, God, I'm, I'm holding you to your word. You said these things would happen. You said this would be ours. You said this land would be our safe place, that you would divide it, that you would uh, give it to us. So it is, a, um, it is a great practice. What David is doing is, number one, he's believing the word of God. Number two, he is rehearsing the word of God to God. So he is claiming the promises of God in the presence of God. And so therefore, number three, in faith, he's anticipating the reality. He is celebrating ahead of time that God is going to come through with deliverance. And he's, he is acting. He is acting on the word of God. He's acting on the promises of God. Now, my friend, here's the takeaway. Number one, you can... Rehearse the promises of God to yourself in hard times, and those promises will bolster and strengthen you. Number two, you can rehearse the promises of God to God and essentially in humility call on him, call on his activity in your struggle that you need comfort, you need strength, you need victory. But number three, you can anticipate in your time of uncertainty that God's going to bring you through because he's good to his word. And all of these verses, really this whole psalm, but all of these verses speak to the fact uh, it's, it's borderline presumptuous, okay? But let me ask you this. Is it presumptuous to count on God's promise? No, that's just faith. So to presume a specific outcome uh, in very uh, specific detail, that's presumptuous. It, God's got to fulfill his promise my way, that's presumptuous. But believing that God's going to fulfill his promise, rehearsing those promises to him and anticipating that promise coming to reality and then acting, that's the key, acting on that promise, that's faith in action. That's, that's James, show me your faith, I'll show you my faith by my works. Believing to the point of action. David is leading his nation into battle to reclaim this land, uh, to settle, to be the nation God's called them to be. And he's believing in his heart that God is still going to make good in his word. He's going to fulfill his promise. And he's believing to the point of action. So my friend, today, wherever you are, claim the promise, rest in the promise, rehearse the promise, and act on the promises of God because he will be good to his promises. Hey, happy Tuesday. We'll pick it up here tomorrow.